Hello everyone, I'm Kirsten Blarnicott. I am the Academic Secretary of Big Spud. Um, I'm a lecturer in Mental Health Services Research at City University of London. I've been um, carrying out research since, um, uh, since 2008, um, mainly focused on understanding the experiences of people who receive the personality disorder label, understanding their experiences of, of psychological interventions in particular, um, and the intersections with complex trauma, parenting, um, perinatal mental health and autism. My name's Oliver Dale, I'm a uh, consultant psychiatrist and a Jungian analyst. Um, I'm one of the co-presidents of Big Spud and have been since, um, I think we were elected in March 2018. Um, in my day job, uh, I work as a consultant in a community mental health team in Hammersmith and Fulham. And, um, but previously I used to be the clinical lead for the personality disorder pathway in West London NHS Trust. So Ollie, Big Spud is the British and Irish group for the study of personality disorder. That's a bit of a mouthful. Um, can you tell us in a nutshell what Big Spud is and who's involved in this this group? Big Spud started around 20 years ago as a, um, a small conference for um, uh, clinicians and researchers interested in the field of personality disorder. Um, over the years, it's evolved. And I think a few years before I became involved with it, it began, began its journey on, in co-production. And um, um, increasingly, we've been a, uh, a very diverse uh, group of people interested in trying to make uh, services and communities more effective in the way they deal with the difficulties as, uh, of, um, associated with personality disorder. Um, what that looks like in practice is we are clinicians, um, com uh, commissioners, policymakers, uh, carers, uh, service users, um, lived experience practitioners, a whole bunch of people who meet once a year at a conference. And um, But there are also other activities that go alongside that. Um, but um, really, we're a, a bunch of people just really interested in trying to make uh, this quite complex area of mental health better. It's a really contested area. Um, and um, uh, both the label personality disorder um, but also the construct behind it. Um, and um, uh, I would say that we've grappled with this quite a lot and we, we're going to continue to work on, on, on our approach um, to some of these, um, uh, uh, the conflicts that, uh, we're, um, that uh, are within our field. W the way Big Spud has approached it is to try to develop uh, some value statements. And if you go to the website, you will see those uh, uh, there. Effectively, we are a learning organisation that is interested in, in trying to understand this uh, complex area um, as much as possible, but also to disseminate that knowledge. And a part of that is ensuring that we are a diverse organisation which is, uh, has plural, um, uh, plurality in opinion. So um, if Julie were here, she would tell you that we've got to be a big, ch uh, a broad church, a big tent. Um, and that sometimes means we bring people who've got really very different views into give talks. Um, and the, one of the other things you'll find that's a bit interesting about Big Spud is we, we, um, we actually have um, only a limited number of plenary talks. And the majority of 
of the um, uh, speakers are people who have applied to give presentations um, and submitted abstracts. And that makes it a really rich conversation, I think. So Kirsten, let's talk a bit about the conference. Um, we'll get into the detail of who you've got speaking and what sort of sessions you've got in a, in a while. But tell us first why you're having this annual conference in the first place. It's in Northampton on the 14th, 15th and 16th of June. Yeah. Why? The annual conference is just a fantastic chance to bring together um, a whole range of diverse people who um, are passionate about um, improving the lives of people diagnosed with personality disorder. Um, and that you know that the, the people who attend our conference include um, clinicians and, and practitioners, commissioners, people um, with lived experience of the diagnosis of personality disorder, um, people uh, who are who are loved ones of, of this of others with this diagnosis, um, and commissioners as well. Just a whole um, range of people, and I think the conference is a is a great chance to bring all those people together, to find out what everybody's doing, to learn from each other. Um, and to find out and debate the latest research and thinking in this field as well. Why is that combination particularly important for Big Spud? Big Spud is about the real world. Um, you know, um, it's about um, understanding people's day-to-day -day experiences um, and trying to make that better and trying to make services better in the real world. Um, and I think that does attract a whole a whole range of people. And um, as Ollie said, we, we also... It's, it's an important part of our values um, to include a whole diverse range of, of people from different walks of life, um, different experiences and, and different viewpoints. So that's something we actively try to promote as well. It, it inevitably involves, in this particular area, dealing with inequality. Um, so the people that we're trying to help, uh, their difficulties have often arisen because of adverse experiences, in particularly in childhood and other intersect and other issues around intersectionality and, and so on. So it is a political issue that we're dealing with. Um, and so um, as a membership organised, so we, we, we do rely a lot on our members helping us think about how to approach things. So one of the things that um, Julia and I wanted to do when we took over as co-presidents was in, it, so develop our executive um, more so that it was um, more organised and more uh, representative. Uh, and the other thing we wanted to do was interrogate this label more. And in doing so, one of the biggest issues, obviously, that a lot of your uh, listeners and um, followers will understand is around these two words, personality disorder, and how contentious they are. And, um, and so one of the things that we want to do is to really open up, what are we going to do about this? Because actually, if we think about our desire to be diverse, those two words are, mean that an awful lot of people don't come and don't engage with us. And so in actual fact, a lot of the conflict happens outside of the conference. And that's not that helpful. It's not good for us because we don't learn as much as we could, and it's not good for other people because they feel excluded. So I think what you will also see in this conference is us, again, trying to really uh, grapple with this this problem and um, move from a place of of, uh, of thinking about it and talking about it into action. Let's move on. Let's talk a bit about the actual speakers and how the conference is going to be organised in terms of sessions and talks, etc. So, um, Kirsten, do you want to go first? Do you want to sort of highlight 
you know, two or three speakers that you're really looking forward to hearing from? Sure. Um, yeah, I think I'm particularly excited to hear from um, Dr. Colin King. Um, he is the lead of the Whiteness and Race Equality Network um, at the University of Oxford. Um, and he's also the, the head coach for the Black and Asian Coaches Association. Um, and he's leading some really important work um, examining issues around diagnosis and race from the perspective of what it means to be white as well as what it means to be black. Um, and he brings his, his, his lived experience of these issues as well. Um, so he's really going to, I think, get us to think critically um, about the mental health system and how it interacts um, with, with racial identity um, and with racial inequality um, and how that relates to the, to the construct of, of personality disorder. Um, so really looking forward to that. And we've got um, a number of other um, talks at the conference as well um, around a similar theme, which I think will tie in really nicely. Um, and I'm also really um, excited that we are going to be hearing from uh, Thanos Gratius and Martin Bohus. Um, Thanos is a professor at Edinburgh Napier University. Um, and Martin is a professor um, at the University of Mannheim. Um, and they both specialise in the area of um, uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, so Thanos will be, um, he's a sort of a leading figure in um, understanding complex post-traumatic stress disorder, um, which, which is a new diagnosis um, in ICD-11. Um, and he is going to be talking to us about um, the interrelation between um, the construct of complex post-traumatic stress disorder and the construct of borderline personality disorder. Um, which I think is going to be really important to think about now that um, it, this diagnosis is coming into ICD-11. Um, and then Martin Bohus has decades of, of expertise in both research and clinical work um, with people with a, you know, a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder who've, ex who, who've experienced trauma um, and are experiencing PTSD. Um, and he's he's done some internationally leading research in um, how to help people address their, their PTSD symptoms in a way that is uh, safe and uh, relationally con containing and effective. Um, so I think it, it's going to be really, really interesting to hear from him as well. How about you, Ollie? What are you looking forward to? So um, I'm going to just pick up two. I mean, the, the, um, the... I have to say, when uh, Kirsten and I were um, speaking with Julia about the, all the plenaries and, and the rest of the programme, um, it was really quite exciting to see what we've got lined up. Um, but there are two I just want to mention. Um, and um, uh, you never quite know where a speaker's going to take you. Um, but I can tell, so I'll tell you why I have invited them. Uh, so the first um, is a, a double act. So uh, Melanie Ball and Fiona Thompson, um, both uh, lived experience practitioners who work at uh, CNWL NHS Trust. Um, so I once heard them give uh, a, um, a talk at the International um, uh, Democratic Therapeutic Community Conference that we held at the Castle Hospital um, God, way before COVID, a few years ago now. And um, they did this amazing piece where basically it was, it was framed as a letter between um, two patients in a ther therapeutic community 
and how they were able to help one another in their journey uh, through the treatment. And it really um, uh, it sent shivers down my spine. So, uh, so that's um, one of that's going to be, I think, uh, one of the highlights. And um, some of you will have heard of Mel and Fiona um, uh, speak before. They're, they really are excellent uh, speakers. Um, the other one um, uh, that I'm really interested and excited about is Andy Bell. So Andy Bell, um, you'll know from the um, uh, Centre for Mental Health. He's uh, done a lot of work on all sorts of different things. But I've asked him if he would talk about the Mental Health Act. Um, so some of you will know that this is going through, well, I think it's being written as, as um, for the, the revised um, version, of the, the next version of the Mental Health Act is being uh, written by the civil servants at the moment. And I think this is a really fundamental bit of work that's going on that we have to engage in. So the Mental Health Act effectively enshrines an ethical approach to how we treat uh, and work with people who um, are struggling to engage um, in our communities and in our life, in their life as well. Um, and, um, um, and basically, um, it's really uh, important that we find a way of finding, some, uh, uh, finding a legislation which is, I, I think is much, it needs to be much more humane than it currently is. Um, uh, there are lots of patients who are forcibly treat, um, treated and their lives are restricted in a way which is very questionable. Um, and uh, you may have seen earlier in the year that Big Spud put out um, a report on out-of-area um, placement, hospital placements, in which an awful lot of people, probably a few thousand, are um, detained for very, very long periods of time and given treatment, which um, is often very distressing to them. And a lot of that is driven by people's concern around risks, and I think this, um, Keir Harding will also talk about it with Holly Berrigan in, in, um, in one of their sessions. There's a way in which risk can escalate intervention in, um, in a way which becomes very destructive. And the, the, at its heart is this Mental Health Act. The current act is, gives doctors an enormous amount of power. And part of the dilemma for the doctor is when you there's a sort of expectation to use it. And so a lot of people are very, a lot of doctors are quite frightened uh, that they will become blamed if and when things uh, go awry. Um, and so there's a sort of an aversion um, to, um, uh, to treating people in the community when there are lots of risks um, because um, it does end up in uh, in um, inquiries and what have you. And, um, and the, the, so there's there's something quite complicated that our us as a community and us as a society need to engage with here, um, and uh, and it will all get boiled down into what happens in that act at some point. So I'm really excited to have Andy come um, because it, one of the, when I'm also picking uh, and inviting speakers, I'm uh, I'm afraid to say I'm often doing it because I'm interested. I want to know what they're going to bring. And so, and Andy, I'm sure, will um, teach me an awful lot about um, this, this area. And this year, Kirsten, we're also going to be taking it beyond the room. We're going to be at the conference in Northampton, but also doing lots of social media, lots of podcast interviews. So I guess there'll be an online audience as well. Why is that important for Big Spud? 
Um, I think it just enables a much wider uh, range of people to engage in the conversation. Um, I mean, we, we've got 400 people coming to the conference in person, which is great, but that's just a tiny subsection of um, you know the people out there in the world that that care about um, the lives of people diagnosed with personality disorder. So, um, you know, I think having um, the live tweeting, having the podcasts um, will just allow a much wider range of people to to engage in that conversation and um, have their voices heard. Mm-hmm.